everyone. Welcome back to Solon's Coffee Talk. Today we are with Howard. Ananya, I'm a flow fellow. Are you she her pronouns? Uh, and Marcus. Um, I'm a resident and I use he him pronouns. Oh, yeah, I forgot he him for me as well. Mentioned that yeah, last I think, week, but yeah, you guys know. Yeah, we're used to talk. We both are a constant at this Yeah, point. we're like, yeah, I suppose you're right. Guess, like hosts. So what are you going to talk about today? Uh-huh, that's a good question. Red zone. We could, we could. That's part of the... There's I, got the red... a, I got an email today that said October is the new March. Cause... Oh, yeah. Yes. I was saying that to my friend. I was like thinking about my Zoom birthday in April. And I was thinking, you know, back then, oh, my gosh, my birthday sucks because mm-hmm. I'm going to be a quarantine birthday away from my family and all of that. And now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, well, it's basically the entire year. Like it turned from like a three month thing to like a full on, we don't know when that's gonna end thing. So it's like now it's more than like birthdays, Christmas, like Thanksgiving, it's gonna be an online experience too. Sure. Not that I I don't celebrate it because it's not big in Europe, but like, it's funny that friends here are like, even on the group chat, they're like, oh, I'm not coming back home, but like, should we do something together? Oh, can we even see each other in res? Like, how does that work? There's so many questions surrounding that, and I don't think we had en- we have answers yet for all of them because like Miguel is still staying like a little from what we know. You know, there's probably going to be an email that goes out tonight. Okay. That's residence specific. Okay. From what I know right now, cafeterias will be takeout. Oh. So we're not allowed to sit in a calf. Uh. Study rooms and everything will close. I mean, were they open here? Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to open them because I kind of like knew that this was coming. Okay. It was, was just like a hunch. Okay. Because uh, I was like, you know, let's wait a month, three weeks, mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. It was just like, you know, I mean, it's hard to predict anything right now. Yeah. Like, you know, it, for my part, I was saying like, come Halloween. I thought well, we would we would be where we are today. Yeah. But it happened so much faster than I, know. I could have ever envisioned. I know. Well, I know that last week or when we got into Orange, we're like, oh my gosh, in a week we'll be in, we'll have that many cases, and then in a week we'll be red. But like this happened in literally one week. You, yeah. <laughs> it happened faster than we thought it would be. It happened so fast, and I find myself like, you know, thinking about Solon on two fronts. On one front of the COVID and the fear of the spread. Yeah. On the other front, I worry about people's mental health. Exactly. You know, or their their morale. Exactly. You know, to say, you know, something more specific. Mm -hmm. Because to me, this hasn't been a problem. Being able to, like, sit at home alone, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go to my sister's and eat like overcooked food. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't have to do anything shitty that I don't want to do. Yeah. You know, like I don't even know how her TV works or how her cable works. So when I'm over there, I can't watch like football or hockey. It's always on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm always bored out of my mind. None of that. Yeah. It is just so good. The Metro is more empty, even though it's full of crazy people. Yeah, yeah, that I agree. Yeah, it's full of the weirdest <laughs> people you've ever seen, but you always get a seat. Yeah. You might be getting a seat on a rolling asylum, but, <laughs> but you're getting a seat. And so, like, for me, all of this has been nothing. Mm. But I can appreciate that for, like, other people, like, this is a unique time in their lives. They want to socialize. Mm-hmm. They want to do stuff. They want to create memories. Mm-hmm. And the absence of that has got to be, you know, creating, like, a void in people's yeah. hearts. So... I, you know, I don't know, you know, so mm-hmm. like I think about Solon on both fronts. So to all of our like seven listeners, know that I'm thinking about <laughs> We got about more than you. that. We got more you than know? that. You know, or to our three listeners and like Ananya, you know, I'm thinking about you and worried for your sake mm-hmm. and hope that you stay healthy and that your spirits are good. Yeah, I was thinking about that yesterday, actually, because I've seen like conversations and like even the hysteria we saw on Monday when... Everyone woke up and the health minister was like, oh, Montreal's going to be red, but when? This week. And everyone was like, we're going to be kicked out. Oh, my gosh, we're not going to be able to see each other again. And I was just like, 
I'm worried because I know like they used to go out a lot and go to restaurants and bars and I'm just afraid that that they will meet extreme isolation because that could be the case or just like that break being so sudden because they had like what three days to actually get the most of it um so I was thinking about them yesterday as um I hope that they will be okay and that they will be able to find joy into something else yeah. and I hope that also like school is gonna not be too overwhelming because I feel like that's a way to distract themselves and to do something else I hope that school will not be like be become something too overwhelming or something you, like that if we can go around the, the, the room yeah <laughs> if I can ask has this lived up to your expectations is it worse is it better than you thought it would be uh, are you getting what you what you need out of being in Montreal at this mm. time um, I would say that I got what I expected to get when I decided to come back. Um, I knew it wouldn't be easy, but I knew it would be better than France. Because uh. um, the way Fran the French government handled the crisis, I just didn't want to go back at all. And when I was back, I felt deeply uncomfortable and I feel deeply disconnected anyway. As I keep telling, people might be <laughs> tired of hearing that. But now I just like... I, you know, I, I've been respecting the rules. I, I, mm. I didn't see anyone. I don't go out. I just go to the gym and go to the grocery store. And that's pretty much what I do in my week. And so I'm not shocked. I'm just like, you know, we saw how it happened last year. I was there last year. So I think it helped me a lot to like know what was going to happen because mm. I saw like the cut and everything, like no longer having full fellow activities or anything happening in res. So I feel like that helps. But I'm not sh surprised, shocked or... I just, yeah, I saw it coming. My friend. Yeah, I don't know if I was like shocked per se, because like I think we all kind of knew like it was gonna happen like this. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like when I decided, yeah, I really want to go to like a res. It was it was not because it was not because I was thinking, oh, I'm just gonna go to try to make like the best of it. It was also mm -hmm. because like. I wanted to leave, so like I'm from Toronto and I just wanted to leave Toronto. Ah, okay. Mostly because like, I had already like dealt with my parents for like, however many months since like March, <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, this is enough. Um, then even thinking now recently, like I just recently refunded my train tickets back home. Mm. So I'm not like gonna head back for Thanksgiving. Mm. And I was just thinking in my head, like, you know, like I guess this is what it is. Like you can't really, Really dwell on it too much. Mm -hmm. If I can ask, have your parents like got in touch with you and been like, "Oh my God, Marcus, we're scared out of our minds," or are they like, you know, calm still? Um, they were kind of like the reason behind refunding the tickets because they were th they were saying like they were sending me like the news reports and they were saying, "Oh yeah, Montreal's getting really bad. Like we really don't think it's it'd be a good idea for you to come back." So that definitely, mm -hmm. that definitely drove me to be like, okay, yeah, it's probably not the best idea. Mm -hmm. And how are you finding, like, the academic activities and everything? Like, is school what you thought it would be? Or is it, is it you know, anything different than you expected? I think, like, I was definitely expecting it to be kind of like this. Like, having to work online, not really having that opportunity to, like, go into an actual classroom and, like, sit in a lecture hall and whatever. But... Like, it certainly has advantages and disadvantages. Um, and I guess, like, going back to your point about how, like, you're more comfortable, like, being by yourself, I also, like, say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily, like, dying to, like, go out and, like, meet new people or, like, I have to talk to a tons of, like, tons of people to, like, meet my quota for the day or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in that sense, I guess I'm lucky, you know? And... Go on, sorry. And yeah, I guess, that, yeah, there hasn't really been a worry so far. I'm wondering about another thing, and I guess, like, Marcus, you can speak to this, and Anania, uh, Noah. How does, like, time management work in a time <laughs> when it doesn't, it seems like almost a timeless time. Yeah. Like, there are days when I come to work, and because I'm not seeing the usual signifiers, the stuff that I always associate with my day, the bus is empty. Mm-hmm. Metro is empty. When I come in to work on a Tuesday, it feels like I'm coming into the office on Saturday for extra work because there's nobody, there's yeah. nobody around. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like, although I have my 
set routine. I've got to be here from nine, I'm gonna mm -hmm. be here till five. But you guys experience, I guess, like what I experienced to a certain point on the Metro, in that like nothing mm. has the same feeling that you associate with like maybe week to week, day to day life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you have responsibilities you have to fulfill. Mm -hmm. Like just because it feels like a Sunday doesn't mean you can skip a reading. Oh my gosh! Guilty. So you know, like, yeah. has, has time management been been a thing at all? It's, it's. I really tried to stick to my schedule, and I think it lasted a week. I think I, 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 no, I no longer am able to like do the readings for the day or watch all lectures I'm supposed I'm skipping run right now. Mm. I'm not attending my lecture and I'm just asking for notes because I don't have time to watch the recordings. Um, I, I try to like watch most of what I'm supposed to watch, but I, I cannot like, if I, I, I will try, I will be like at 10 a.m. I'll be doing that, but I most likely will not because you have so many distractions at home. Also the fact that you have so many things to do I tend to be like, I'll do the rest tomorrow, and then tomorrow happens, and I'll do the rest tomorrow, and you never do, you. and it's like so challenging to like, just, like, I don't know, like for me, it's just, I would like to be just like mentally somewhere else, so I'll do that. <laughs> so time management is like... And then, yeah, like with floor fellowing as being like maybe a kind of a constant that you have in your life, like does that, or your other things that you do with the McGill, uh, royalty that you're a part of. What is it <laughs> no, called? Like, let people know. It's, it's, it's the Arts Undergraduate Society. It's the Faculty Association for Arts. I feel like with me, I think I just have an unhealthy relationship with time, and which results in me taking up three part-time jobs and like Same. trying to stuff, shuffle like full-time course load. And the, the, the biggest thing with this is I, I consider myself a good time manager, mm -hmm. but now every like everything's a leech. Like everything... Every, my schedule is open for everything, so mm -hmm. my work never ends, my school mm -hmm. never ends. Yeah. And then, if I don't want to do work at 9 to 5, then people are like, what do you think, are you, what are you doing at 6 p.m.? And the answer is nothing, because I'm <laughs> at home. So I technically can continue working yeah. then. It, it, so it, it, the biggest struggle for me right now is drawing those boundaries again, which I stuff, like, struggled with in my first year, and I thought I had to figure it out in my second year, and it's like redoing it again. Yeah. And it, it's so different with Zoom. I think, like, it, you are available to everyone. Yeah. And you are, like, one call away, basically. And then you have to sort of justify why you're taking time not being on your computer, not for work, but for something else. Like, exactly. watching a YouTube video, like, whatever. Like, exactly. So I think time is, like, things are different. But I, I, I hate how um, the remote working thing has impacted my schedule mm. and I want to draw those physical boundaries where like when I'm in my room I'm here to spend time when I'm in my library I'm like here to study when I'm at my office I'm trying to work and I and I don't know how to do that in a digital space I don't yeah. I, I, I'm still learning it's a process yeah I think it's a long-term process I feel like since now winter hasn't is going to be online and we know it I, I feel like Winter might be easier to a certain extent, but I mm. definitely know I'm not taking five classes in winter. I, it's, taking five classes is a suicide. I'm sorry mm -hmm. for using that word, but it, it is. It's too intense for me right now. Mm -hmm. And I really think that if you are going to start your year at McGill, you are going to be a first year student, or you are, don't do it. <laughs> like, avoid it, it's really hard. Because like expectations and all of that, so. Oh, should we put some pause? So yeah, Marcus, do you follow a, any particular schedule that you've set for yourself, or is it just random every day? No, yeah. So far, I've actually been like really on top of my stuff. Mm. Like, I remember I only missed one lecture, and I was like last Friday, and that was just because I really wasn't feeling it. And like, the lecture was like two hour lecture, and it was three thirty to five thirty. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I can't do it anymore. But for the most part, yeah, I'd say I've never really like missed a lecture. I always try to go to the lectures just because like it makes me feel accountable like I'll like take notes during the lecture I'll like really try to like focus not necessarily to like understand the content but just to feel like I'm like being a student still like I'm mm -hmm. because like for the most part I was talking to my roommate and I was saying because like I usually do work in my room and obviously like your bed's there like and that mm. kind of mentality and that atmosphere and, uh, and I just found myself getting really tired mm. like especially by like 2 p.m. and I was thinking 
like you need like a change of space you need to like try to like change that break that mentality of oh yeah you're in your bedroom or rather than like oh yeah it's actually time to work it's time to focus now this is where we'll probably get stupid because we've been talking seriously for like a few minutes and mm -hmm. I, I have to bring up something whether it's farts <laughs> candy or something but here's a random question because talking about you know you're in your bedroom mm -hmm. are laptops and tablets now waterproof yes no it depends on the brand. It depends on the brand. Okay, because I'll tell you something. What you just said, like, opened up my mind to, like, a world of possibilities. <laughs> like, if you have, like, a lecture, mm -hmm. and you want to, like, spice up your environment, <laughs> you could, like, just, like, do it in the tub. Oh, my gosh, no. True. You know what I mean? That, if if it, stuff is waterproof today, you, like, I would just be sitting there with, like, a not tray not across, you know, my, my tub, yeah, mm -hmm. and I would be, like... Oh, Professor Florbergorbin oh is like telling me about like <laughs> Roosevelt and the New Deal or whatever it is that that people take this year. I don't know what the hell. They... That's a high risk adventure. Yeah, I would, I wouldn't do that just because I don't want to die in my tub. But I also want to lose my laptop that I just got. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Apple products don't try that. Oh no, they iPhones I think are fine, but like your MacBook and water, I no. don't think that would be good. Nope. It's like a straight $1,000 loss if you... Oh, yeah, and I just got it, like, three weeks ago. Because, so. mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I, I mean, like, I don't do this, but I've heard about, like, people texting from, like, the Yes, and I don't and, get like, it. I don't, you know, whatever, the, taking a phone call when you're in the bathroom. That would be really awkward if you I'm flush. I've never taken a phone call. <laughs> yeah, I see. <laughs> no, like, you're touching, you're touching bringing, your phone. Yeah, bringing you your phone. You haven't washed your hands yet, maybe. Bringing <laughs> your phone in the shower while you're, like, showering and, like, texting people is that done? Is that that's happen? a thing because like my friends did it and i know that some people like uh, couples have uh, some friends of mine are into relationships and they struggle with that because like their partners do it and i just why would you do that why would you wrap it in plastic and then decide it's a good idea to bring it like why it's it's a good to have a break sometimes for like screens so to me like a shower is religious like religious i'm not going to see a screen during my time in the bathroom so i'll be the deal advocate i like listening to music when i'm showering. oh that that yes that, that yes that makes sense that yes so but i like, just like good bluetooth speaker setup yeah good. no that yeah good that i thing. agree because like i do the same i put music on but like physically touching your phone all the time yeah, while showering that's you see, when I was young, they used to have Walkmans. Oh, yes. And the most popular Walkman was from Sony. And it was yellow, 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 and big like this. And like, it, it's collectible now because it was like the waterproof Walkman. I don't know why you knew Walkman to be waterproof, but it was waterproof. And so then you guys were talking about, oh, my bedroom, da 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 da. Then I envisioned that yellow Walkman. And then I was like, is there a yellow laptop slash tablet that you could just you know go in the bathtub with uh they, it's interesting because no technology is waterproof it's always water resistant um, yeah that, that's, that's basically them getting away from liability i see yeah because they'll tell you like oh from that point it might resist but then you might lose it and i'm like mm -hmm. why would i even consider going into the bath like try it you know what i mean like jump into the pool or I don't know, like, no. Now, you are young, and you're more abreast of, like, popular things. Like, Ananya introduced me to memes. I didn't know <laughs> oh, much about yes. that. <laughs> but, like, you know there's, like, certain, like, trends that happen where you take a photo of yourself doing something? Like, there's a thing where people, like, lay it stiff, like a board, and, like, lay across shit. Mm -hmm. What was that thing called? Planking? Oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, you know, like... I, I wonder if Zoom and COVID and all of this will like lead to like new trends in like filming yourself taking your online class i mean do you know what i mean like could you imagine like you take a photo of yourself like that TikTok, that, yeah that's a trend videos. on tiktok that's a trend on tiktok like kids um do tiktoks when they are in class and since they're muted they just like do oh i'm in that class and that's the prof and i feel like that like that's actually like something that's being popular on the on tiktok but like because will we ever have somebody attend a lecture hanging upside down from a tree Ugh. is what i'm picturing live you I know like i don't think they so. are you know like something like this they got their like legs wrapped around a branch and they're like doing some kind of like american I'd ninja i'd be surprised like, if they turn on the video like people don't yeah turn on the no i don't class. i never do no, I just feel I. so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Cause you oh! Because you feel watched. Yeah. So that's a I thing. feel like 
People don't turn on the video part of it, so the uh, teacher can't see some, you? No, some people do. I don't because people can pin you, which means like they choose to see only you. That is the thing I've seen on TikTok, people pinning like some very handsome guys or oh. sexy girls. And I don't label myself as anything. I'm not saying that. But I just, mm. I don't want to be watched while I'm trying to focus. And also I feel like it's very... It's very entertaining to watch everyone, so, and I feel very self-conscious, so I just don't turn it on. Do you turn on your camera, Marcus? Um, only in my classes, which is like, which are small, so like, yeah. mm -hmm. my big, like, lecture classes with like hundreds of people, I won't. Mm. But like, for instance, I just had, um, an architecture history class, or lecture, and usually when like the professor is, um, presenting something, I won't have it on, but if it's just like group talking time, then I'll turn it on. I see. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think it's mostly because I want to like, because at the same, it's interesting, I don't know if this is a tangent, oh I guess it is a tangent, but when people think about COVID and like school, everyone is concerned about like students. Mm. Yeah. And I find it interesting to like talk about like teachers and like mm. the fact Sure, that, like, oh yes, like, yes, yes. They might be like affected by this thing. Yeah, you know, I guess it's like, like my sister is a teacher, but she teaches kindergarten. So I know she's like very worried all of the time because she has three kids, the youngest being five years old. Mm -hmm. And he was born premature. So he had a lot of health struggles until he reached, you know, like full, his full maturity, full growth. And so she worries about him a lot. She worries about catching COVID and bringing it home to her family. Yeah. Yeah, like all around, it's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of stress. I guess people like wonder about students, often, you know, because I don't know. It's a, I don't, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with Marcus. I was like on the other side for the first time like a week ago, and I was like presenting to like there were like hundreds of people, and like and nobody turned on the camera. I was talking to a black like black boxes. It was so unwelcoming and mm -hmm. so yeah. disengaging I guess in some sense mm -hmm. and that's when I thought okay if I'm going to Zoom class I'll try to get my video on yeah just to like engage and like make the professors feel like we're here like yeah, yeah we're still understanding but the thing with the students being the focus is because there's like this customer service aspect of school and university and we students are the end customers like we yeah, this sure. is the service that yeah. you're buying and people want to appease the customers I think you know what, on that though, I've never felt that schools do enough to appease the customer mm -hmm. uh, in some in regards to education, because they tell you when you're gonna go write the exam mm -hmm. and how much time you have to do it in. Yeah. If I went to a restaurant, <laughs> nobody would ever say to me, you gotta finish this steak in like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just would never put up with that. Or if they just brought me any food they wanted. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, here you go, pal. And they bring me out like a rack of ribs. And I'm like, but I'm a vegetarian. You got 20 minutes to eat it. <laughs> so like, I just wouldn't put up with that. No, exactly. So like, I want to be like, who's paying here? Like, yeah. if you're paying me, like, I come here. My bosses tell me what to do. And they give me money in exchange for that. Yeah. But I'm giving you money? And you're telling me that I've got to be up at nine? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, am I not the customer? Yeah. Can I just say, I don't want to, like, do the exam today. Why? Because, the same way, like, restaurant owner doesn't ask you, like, why aren't you having sausage? <laughs> Nobody asks you. No, it's true. You paid for it, and you pay a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess not that That's what I'm today. saying. Like, for this term and next term, we are basically paying for an expensive podcast. I suppose. Because, <laughs> like, most of my classes are recorded. Netflix. So, and one is actually a podcast. So I'm like, wow, my tuition actually did not change. I'm just paying for a very expensive podcast, which makes me, like, cringe a little. But that's what it is. Like, we're paying for, like, not even uh, everything we should be receiving because the cost is normally, like, conferences and mm -hmm. interactions and all. But, like, now it's just, I don't know. I'm on the other side of this because only because, like, like all faculties run fees, too. And then, like, a lot of students say, like, we, you, you know, there's the lounge fee. We don't yeah. have access to the lounge. Yeah. Why yeah. do we pay this fee? And the thing is, if you don't, this whole thing is going to fall. No, and, exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's like a domino. Like, you know, yeah. if you don't do it this, like, you have so many people on your payroll. You have so many things no, to exactly. consider. But at the same time, I'm also on your team. I'm like, why am I paying for the gym if the gym's not going to be open? I know. Sure. 
I know. That's why I'm like. That's why I never opt out of fees because like I feel immensely guilty. Like I would feel guilty if I'm not like participating into like a club something like. A, Like the plates club, I think it's the dumbest thing we have. Like you, you pay a very small fee for like plates, mm -hmm. but I, I don't want to opt out of it because like that does, club survives because of that. Does everybody then can get? Can they just get plates? No, it's like a sustainable. It's for clubs. Yeah, yeah. it's for clubs. Event. Ah. But they basically like provide that to clubs, and I just like I pay for that a little bit. Like I think it's a few cents. But mm -hmm. <laughs> you still pay for that, and I would feel bad. Just, Oh no! Go ahead. I'm a, like, I'm not that extreme. I, like I'm not that kind when it comes to opt outs. I like yeah. I opt out of things that I don't think need my support or yeah. I need them. I just always forgot. I just I never think of it. So <laughs> I just. I was excited at the prospect of there being a plates club in the sense that people get together and talk about. Oh my gosh, that would be plates. great! Oh. That would be great. Because you know what I mean? Like, I do. Like imagine people like brought a plate from home and they were like. Oh yes, that's my place. This floral platter, you know, <laughs> blah blah blah. Because like my mom or like my grandma used to like collect cups and saucers made out of china, like fine porcelain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like we have them on display in this cabinet at home, and like I was just looking at that shit and I go, wow, it's so random because it's like too delicate to drink my mom out does of. That too. Yeah. So you just keep it in a yeah. cabinet. Yeah. Yeah, you just keep it in a cabinet. But and then I'm like, this, I, and then I thought of the plates club. Yeah. It's collection of these random, like, really fancy plates mm -hmm. that nobody eats out of and talks about. Yeah, just random shit like that. It's always interesting to me. So when Miguel needs a plate, maybe we make the plates club. We should, yeah. And, like, and we throw everything in Miguel into chaos. Because then people won't know, like, which club they're contributing to like or whatever it is. And they think it's the other plates club for sustainability, but no, we're just there talking about plates. Yeah. Meta, I, but like, <laughs> I know, right? they will just hate us. Like, they're like, why are you doing that to a plate club that's trying to be sustainable? Well, all of us here just seem to like be able to say, like, yeah, all of our plates at home, like, we like all have families they who all have like they all have fancy history. plates, and we're just bringing our plates like in mm -hmm. yeah. to discuss them. Yeah. So you know that could be a thing. Yeah. Think about the price of school. Everybody pays different prices. Out mm -hmm. of province, Quebec student, yeah. people from France. There was a time, like, when I thought that, like, school was expensive. Mm -hmm. But then, like, when I think about, like, how much you pay for school sometimes, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, for what I paid for, like, university could have bought me, like, two shitty used Hyundais. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess in the end of the day, it's not really that much money. Depends on who you are. Yeah, it depends. depends on who you are. Because, like, everybody, I guess, pays something different. But I'm like, studying. you know, like, man. Like, like, I think about what McGill cost me, mm -hmm. which I think was something around, like, three grand a year. Because mm -hmm. I'm from Quebec. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then I wish. And it was, like, nine grand or ten grand. And, like, I've spent more money in the last six months on records um, that's than I've me. spent going to McGill. That's me buying records all the time. So, I mean, like, I see like, ah, ten grand, tomato, tomato. The only thing is, like, I felt was, like, at the end of it all, is it really worth anything? Mm. That's the question. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, I learned a language, and I read a lot of books, but, like, I didn't need anybody's, like, validation. Like, am I paying 10 grand just to have, like, some old person say to me, yes, you are now a Jedi, <laughs> and tap me on the shoulder? <laughs> like, who, like, who, like, like, what the fuck? You were right. Tolstoy would have loved your paper. <laughs> like, like, what am I like paying for? I could have just read all that shit at home and been a bus driver. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't need like these like people to like tap me on the shoulder and then say, "You are now Sir Howard." <laughs> yeah. It's just it seems like stupid to me. I mean, unless you study something practical. Yeah. I guess like something you know useful or like that can lead to like career with money down the line but like <laughs> if you're like studying like oh like I just love Schopenhauer and Hegel and I want to like read like uh, the fucking Jean-Jacques Rousseau's blah 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 it's all on fucking line for free yeah just watch on YouTube a little bit of like a guy talking shit about it and then <laughs> but boom and then save your money sometimes I want to like charge like you know okay McGill costs like 10 grand you read all that shit at home come see me 
I'll tell you you're smart and you'll give me like 2,500 bucks. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a good savings. He's like, look, 2,500 bucks. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, if you need to give somebody money. But would that recommendation get me a job? I don't know if like the, the, the Miguel cosign yeah. is going to get you a job either. <laughs> Oh my lord! So, oh, that's yeah. savage. That's, no, but that I mean, is savage. So if you're going to like not have it, like anything at the end, mm -hmm. just give me two G's. <laughs> so if you're listening, people, <laughs> but the, you know, <laughs> and you just, you're like, this costs too much. You come and see me. And give however two Give me two grand. I'll tell you you're smart. And you know what? And if I don't think you're smart, I'll fail you. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to do it all over again. Damn. <laughs> uh, two more grand. Oh Damn, that's gonna be my This is such job. a great con. I don't know how, like, I never thought about this. This is better than a Ponzi scheme. I don't know. It doesn't sit well. I feel like it has to be backed by some more validation. I've read a lot of books. The Ponzi scheme and you, you, I have a degree from McGill, therefore I can validate your intelligence. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we hire people, and like, <laughs> like Jim has a PhD. They could just say to him, "Oh yeah, chemistry. I took a shower once, and there was soap, and then like blah 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 blah, and soap cleans you because the pH is like you do 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 do." And then Jim just says like, "Ba boom." Like, you're a chemist now. And then, like... Speaking of Jim... Yes. Our new RLM. Oh, yeah, we have a new RLM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we do. I'm excited to meet him. He's in quarantine right now. Oh, that's not fun. Marcus, do you know who an RLM is? Uh, I've heard the term. Um, I'm, like, VP Communications. Ooh. But we haven't really had a meeting yet, so... We're still kind of, uh... How's Solon Hall Council this year? Um, it's kind of funny, like, I, not all the positions are filled. I know, I know there's VP external for sure, VP communications, and then there's VP finance. And then I don't know about internal or like any other. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I think they're still looking. It's so interesting. Sure. I, like, mm -hmm. in my year, there were people literally contesting every single position. Yeah, yeah but I feel like it's online and, like mm -hmm. we talked last week, we were talking about like reservoirs and... Or like yeah, nobody, Jim and yeah, nobody he, knew nobody about it. About Cameron didn't know about it, so I feel like people just don't know because they don't go on Facebook or they might. Because like when I look at posts, only like a bunch of people look at them and they're mostly unseen. Mm. So I feel like the message don't go through or emails. Mm -hmm. I don't think emails are being opened. I would have loved for somebody to come up with a fictional candidate and have them run, <laughs> and then they would have won, and that would have been just so yeah. awesome. That would have really, you know, this year's people, if you're listening, Frank, get creative. Frank McGill. No, but just get creative. You're at home. You, maybe you got Photoshop on your computer. Like, just invent, a, like, a person. And then, like, I don't know, give them a room number or whatever it is. They, I don't know. Do they have to give a speech? No. No, I don't think no, so. You, you just, just yeah. yeah, you just submit something. So just, like, submit whatever. And then they announce the council results. And it's like all like like people like who like. I think they did people. announce results. It's just like they're still looking for like a bunch of people. That's it. Because I'd love to nominate a cat for. Like, <laughs> would you Would you consider running for president? Like. Would you make that switch? Most the most of the reason why I chose VP communications. Mm -hmm. Well, like, like I read like the description. And it was like, oh, you kind of like. You uh like advertise like events or whatever. And like I'm interested in like in that aspect, mm -hmm. but it was also kind of because um, I wasn't too sure about like how like committed I'd be, because mm -hmm. mm. I know like if you were like the president or whatever, you'd have like a lot to worry about, a lot in your mind and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I don't know. I guess the answer is like I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel that. Oh, makes sense. Speaking of pranks. Yes. Fourth floor prank. <laughs> it's literally so. It's so. It's stupid and not stupid. It's just like it. They took off all the door signs. Oh yeah. From, from the top, they like put it on the bottom of the door now. Yeah. And it's clearly <laughs> messed up. And, yeah, like, it's, it's really so weird. It's starting from four oh four. 
like not the beginning of the of the like the hallway. It's like four, and, four, four, five, four, six. Uh huh. And it stops at our doors. Like it stops. Yeah. It doesn't go on to other. It's really selective. It's like it's. I don't know. Hmm. I like this. You like it? <laughs> I like it a lot. I'm, I'm thinking about my time that I'll just spend getting those things oh, back up. Oh, you're right. And now they don't even look pretty. So like, no, I, everything's I can... at the bottom of the fucking <laughs> door. But, but, but this is like soul and mystery, like crop circles. Honestly, Do you know what those are? Like when they like, like farmers like have fields of corn, uh-huh. and then they wake up in the morning, and there's like these giant circles that people think were made by oh, spaceships. Oh yeah, yes. But they were. But I don't know if they're made, but nobody knows who makes them or what happened, you know, like, whatever. Maybe they're spaceships. Who knows who did this? Mm-hmm. And the mystery in this kind of very boring time in life <laughs> is really, nice? is like exciting to me. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? Do they move all the names to the bottom? Yes. Because like, they want to say that like, the group is more important than the individual. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is this like some kind of like socialist revolution? Like in Russia, in movies, in the film credits, they didn't give a person's full name. Why? Because they didn't want there to be a star. Oh. Everybody should be equal. Equal. That's the communist view. So maybe there's some like kid who's like sitting in his room a closet in like, with like, <laughs> you know like a little sculpture of Lenin or some shit and he's like you know sitting there and he's like looking at it like when he should you know like he should be zooming or whatever you have to do for class and be like uh huh mm-hmm. and then he's like what can I do and then he selected the, like just like those like apartments because he wanted to like mm. make a statement Love that. But yeah. then he ran out of time. That's, that's a great. He's, point. Just, so it's like, he's like, okay, we're gonna like, you know, like, you know, do this. And then he was like, oh shit, the night steward's coming. Oh my god, I have to like take class online or some fucking thing. And then like da 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 da. And like the statement only ended up being like five apartments instead of a whole building. Yeah, but that happened overnight. Mm-hmm. I just think it's the it's drunk kids. I yeah, I already have an idea who who. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I I suspect. Some uh, oh. boys. I feel. Oh, I think. I. I want the message to stay on forever. I think it's a good message. It's a more communist. Yeah. <laughs> edge to it. Like, let's yeah. Go. Red Solon. Red Solon. <laughs> yeah. Instead of Solon rolled in, it's Red Solon this year. Oh. I always used to call this the People's Republic of Solon. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, here's here's the thing with state names. Like all the the states, like their name, like People's Republic of whatever, or the Democratic Republic of whatever, are the most undemocratic states in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. So you have to be, you have to, so pe- People's Republic of Solon would be really a dictatorship on the so, inside. Yeah. I, I liked that it just has a lot of like words. <laughs> Not to wrong. be honest with you, like when I think of countries' names, like, like I love things like the Philippines. Mm. Like they have a the in front of it. No one calls it the India. No. You not. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would just love to have like be the Canada. Because like I've noticed like on Twitter, I don't go on it very much, but like people who are like celebrities who like want to have their name up, but somebody else has their name or something like this, they call themselves the like uh-huh. whoever uh-huh. the hell they are supposed to be. True. And I always thought about that. Like, it's not just like Philippines. It's the yeah. Philippines. You know. It sounds grand. Like we're us. The United States of Canada. Yeah. Oh, that made me laugh when I first got to McGill and everyone was like, "Oh, we are the like Harvard of Canada," and I'm like, "What?" No. And they, <laughs> yeah, they're like, no "For real?" Like, they, no, that, they sell shirt. They, like that was yeah. my first thing that I saw when I the came shirt. Oh, yeah, I saw. The, I remember that they had that when I went to McGill at the Rodic Gates. They really yeah. are trying to push that agenda. Yeah. But it's not. It's not McGill who sells yeah, it. Yeah. It's just like no, it's no, a bunch random. of guys. Yeah, yeah the random guys. guys. Although, hey. Let's get like conspiracy theory uh, theorist on this. Maybe, Maybe. McGill like pays. pays like makes those and have them sell it, like under the guise of them being bootleg <laughs> at the Rodic Gates because they want to like you know like promote themselves, but they don't want to you know if they made it, it would just look obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if like people settle on the street, it's people it's speaking better. to the grandeur of how great McGill is. Yeah. Mm. Kind of beats the message though. Like, you know, when you t- when you're good, you don't have to flex. Yeah, exactly. You gotta... People know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I suppose when you're good, you don't have to flex is a very is a very true statement. Or... 
Yo! Hi, negative. Hey, like, I, I, like, again, this is just random thoughts because I need to amuse myself somehow in the face <laughs> of all of this doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Negative. Positive. Like, why? Like, positive is such a good, like, word. Yeah. Why is positive the word that we use to say if you're sick? Yeah. The presence of something. Like, you have to be positive. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, like... Other times, you know, you would celebrate, like, like positivity. Like, yeah! You know what I mean? Like, negative. Yeah. And, like, here, like, illness... Like maybe, we, maybe we need to, like, make a collective decision to flip those two <laughs> flip that around? So that, like, people, the doctor will be like, we have great news for you. You're positive. <laughs> and then you're like... Yeah, but people, Thank God. literally people made that mistake when COVID first started and people were starting to get tested, especially kids. They thought positive actually meant they did not have it. So I saw TikToks of kids being like, or even like on Facebook or like, I have friends that reach out to me and they're like, I'm positive. I'm like, I wouldn't be happy if I were you. And they're like, why? I'm like, because you got it. Like, oh, do you think oh, I do? Shit. I'm like, yes, see? It's yes, you do. Because pol people think of positive being a great yeah, thing. Yeah, they really thought, and I'm like, no, you, you get it isolated. See, I'm not wrong. Yeah, no. no Especially not. kids, I guess, like, because our parents, because of AIDS and all that, they knew, like, getting tested and the positive, positive and negative positive. outcomes, you know? But, like, I feel like it's... For you, like, pregnancy has always been a thing. So, you see a positive, it means you, you're pregnant. If you're negative, you don't, you're not pregnant. Like, and it's not necessarily a good but or bad you know what? Thing. It's hard to tell when it comes to that. Because maybe if you want to get pregnant and you hear something good... Yeah. Then you're, like, hearing... You were expecting Then you were expecting a positive result. But, but if you don't want to get pregnant and you hear that you're not pregnant, that's a positive result. Yeah. So <laughs> now... <laughs> so it's like, woohoo, we're having a baby! Yeah. So, like, at that point, it gets confusing. Yeah, it mm -hmm. does. Because, like, so many people also have, like, different meanings for simple stuff. So, like, yeah, it depends on, like, your vision. on. But I, I agree, like, positive and... Even, like, everything about COVID makes me, like... The language around it makes me terribly sad. All vague stuff. Yeah, like, in, in French... We are like, because uh, uh, for the 14 days isolation, we call it, because we have a quarantine and then we call it 14 because like 14 days. Yeah. And it's part of like the language now or um, like lockdown, confinement. For us, like it's becoming like normal terms mm -hmm. in your everyday life. And I'm just like, can we just not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm getting PTSD from that period. Can we just not? But it's becoming like normal to say every terms that we are seeing. We'll see how long that would last. But. You know, depending on your like perspective, like, I wish someone told me I had to stay home for 14 days. Mm -hmm. And if, like, I wasn't that that sick, I'd be down for it. Mm. Like, if somebody said to me, you're going to get COVID, <laughs> you're going to maybe have, like, diarrhea, <laughs> and, like, feel sleepy, and I'll be like, that sounds like a Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> then, like, then I just, like, <laughs> fucking stay uh, home and just be like, la, 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 yeah. la, 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 And, like, this into some, like, mellow, like, Meditative music, pet my dog, yeah, hang out with my dog, you know, just like do like very chill shit at a beautiful time of year mm -hmm. where I just look out the window and go like, ah, because I love cool temperatures. Yeah, mm -hmm. I hate humidity. Mm -hmm. Me too. How do you like? Is, is Toronto humid like Montreal, um, or is it like different? Definitely in the summers, it gets pretty hot. Okay. So, but I agree. I prefer the cooler temperatures. Yeah, give me 14, 15 degrees, mm -hmm. 18. I'm good. I'm down. I'm really comfortable right up into zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Except yeah. now that I'm smaller, because, like, I don't weigh what I used to weigh. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the winter will hurt me for, like, you know, like, because, like, I don't know. I hope it doesn't. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just buy more clothes. Better, yeah. I feel like I'm an onion during winter. I just put layers and layers because I'm not used to like cold temperature in France where I'm from. Mm. It's like 10 max during the winter and now winters are no longer winters because of climate change. Mm. So like here I just like put sweaters and sweaters and sweaters and sweaters and then my winter oh, okay. coat and my winter boots. So like mm. I'm just like I feel so weak. <laughs> I just cannot stand it. Like if there's one thing I like about winter, you can guard against it by putting on more clothes. But summer, you could be naked and just hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Summer There's just no getting away with from it unless you have an air conditioner. Mm -hmm. Or a pool. Or a pool. 
Yeah. But I, I, if I had to choose over a pool or an air conditioner, I'd pick the air conditioner. Oh, I'd pick the pool. Yeah, but then what about going to bed at night? I just stay in my pool. Oh, wow. <laughs> but oh. in a pool when it's like really hot outside, like with sun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's not, it's not. I've been like, last summer, I've been in my pool when it was like 40 degrees, best thing ever. Like 45. Ooh. Mm, that's that's really hot. Yeah, it, yeah, it got very hot last year, and this year later. Because he gets spoiled. No, soccer never. <laughs> would I watch it? I would probably not watch soccer. Would I play soccer? Yeah, I'd play soccer. I don't know. Like I. Whew. Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. New topic. Like, it's I don't even ten minutes we Where I'm going to be like soccer players. Like, With the gel in the hair. The gel in the hair. That's exactly what we were talking about last time. Yeah, and the they, they get pushed and then they fall over like they do a shot. Oh, I don't, think, I don't think I kept it in the podcast. That's why. Oh. It was in the first episode and I think I cut it because it was so long. Okay. Because <laughs> I hate like, it that much. <laughs> no, because like, no, like everything was like, I just, I think it was like too intense for the cut a big chunk of it and that was... Yeah, I hate soccer. In that chunk, I know, exist. yeah. We can have a podcast. But didn't I say in the last episode that, like, I'm happy to die one day? Oh. Because, yes, like, no, that was the... Yeah, that was last episode, yeah. Yeah, so I, kept, I kept that in thing. I'm happy to die one day. No, I kept it in. I kept it in. Yeah, you kept that in because, like, that in. this way I'll never have to watch, like, soccer again. And I don't have to, like, live in a country, like, where <laughs> hockey becomes shitty and soccer becomes the game. I feel that. Because, like, hockey... Did you see you feel that? Hmm? I, I thought you said you could do that. No. Yeah, like, I, like a game, mm -hmm. you should bleed. Yeah, they do. That, you need to bleed if you're playing a sport. Like, then pots on chess. Hmm? Ch chess. Yeah. You don't mentally, be, I, probably mentally bleed. You know what? They've invented chess boxing. Oh, wow. Really? really? Yes. That sounds cool as hell. And so <laughs> I think, like, ch chess boxing could be a game. Chess, though, I consider a game, not a sport. Interesting. Yeah, it's some, it's, it's some But you know what? I guess I don't know. Like, I shouldn't be that hard on soccer. <laughs> but I hate it. Today the day. No, like, my dad loves soccer, God bless him. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just fucking... I don't know, man. Yeah. But I just... I, I'm, one day I'll, I'll be dead and I'll, it'll just be a relief. Like, no more soccer, thank God. <laughs> Manchester United, like, what the fuck is that? Like, don't they have, like, a name outside of that? Uh, there are two clubs at uh, Manchester, so, like, you have Manchester United, City. something else? Yes. Yeah. But, like, we have, like, the Oilers, the Maple Leafs, the Canadians. Oh, no, and, like, and what are they, like, they What are they called? Like, the Manchester somethings? No, no, they, that's that the name of the name. club, yeah. That's just the name of the city? Yeah, in Europe, it's the city, or, like, you have, like, Olympique Marseille, Olympique Lyon. That's the only... Here you guys can solve a mystery for me that I should just Googled. <laughs> Real Madrid. Another club. Yeah. Is that, no, but is that like, is there a fake Madrid? No. <laughs> it's a, you have two clubs in Madrid too. Mm -hmm. So that, this is how they make the distinction? Yeah. Real Madrid and then the other Madrid? Yeah, because like you have the, the clubs of the poor people and the rich people. Basically it's the same in Manchester. Ah. I think United or City was like the poor and the rich. Interesting. In in larger cities, that was the case before. That changed today because like nothing matters anymore. But well, to a certain extent, it still is. That's but but yeah. Mm. Real Madrid that always perplexed me. And now we have American Soccer League, and they have Real, like Salt Lake City. Oh. And I was like, well, what the fuck is that? Like, why do they have like Real Salt Lake City? There's not another one. Yeah, true. Like Real St. Louis. <laughs> Just doesn't make sense. It's like a condition. If you want to create a football club, you have to call it real something. I love words like that in like things like real, like Madrid, like, huh? Like we used to deal a lot with universities from China mm -hmm. and they were so cool. And then a lot of schools there, there had a term that I don't know, like, it doesn't translate well into English, mm -hmm. but they call them normal universities. Oh. What's normal about it? I think that it's meant to represent the, the term. Maybe we don't have a good yeah, we don't, word might not have for a it, translation. but it's supposed to mean that it's like a part of a university, like state-run institution mm -hmm. which all adheres to the same standard oh okay 
Okay. So, but I guess rather than call it like standardized mm -hmm. university. Oh, that might be just a word we don't have. Yeah, maybe it's just a word we don't have, but so normal. Yeah. Like Beijing normal, normal university. Normal is Like people from Beijing normal university came to stay here. <laughs> and, I, and they had like t-shirts that said Beijing normal university. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's, that's actually a cute. I like, I like yeah. that, you know, yeah. There's also like a coconut drink from China that I like that comes in a black can. And in English, they translate it as orthodox oh. drink. But what they wanted to call it, I think, was traditional. Yeah, it's like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. I think it's in Korean or Japanese. Uh, it's translated to Black Lives Are Precious. Ah. Which I found truly cute and adorable. That is a cool thing. Yeah. Like, I like languages a lot, and I'm really interested in Chinese language and Me culture. Too. Uh, Japanese, same thing. So, yeah, I like languages, and I like those turns of phrase. Yeah. I find them very special. Mm hmm if like I was from Toronto like you, Marcus, I wouldn't think I'd come to Montreal just because I miss TNT. Do you ever oh. go there at home? Yeah, well, the funny thing is, okay, so I'm fourth generation mm. Canadian. Um, I don't speak any can Cantonese or Mandarin. Ah. I don't understand any of it. Um, but did you ever go to TNT? Mm -hmm, yeah, my family would definitely go. But it's funny because we... I don't want to say we buy things that became westernized, mm. but we bought things that became westernized. <laughs> like, as a Canadian, like, or whoever, what I loved about TNT is, like, you walk in there, and they give you, like, a free cup of jasmine tea. I would love that. Like, That's what good. a great experience. <laughs> I just found that so, like, welcoming and hospitable. Mm -hmm. And, like, Montreal grocery stores tend to be kind of smallish. They're not like the biggest places you've ever been. Like Super C, I guess, is like a nice size or what have yeah. you. But the TNT in Markham on Steeles and Warden was immense. And like the only thing I've ever seen as big as that was a Costco. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was like, my God, like I can't even see to the end of the store. Like I was like, I just felt like I was in this giant, like, cavern of food. Mm -hmm. And it was just so cool. Like, mm -hmm. it, it just blew my mind. So I wish we had TNT in Montreal, and I wish we had a big one. Mm -hmm. But we don't. We have, like, people make knockoffs of TNT here. We have D&G, we have CNT. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Oh, I see. And no so, course. yeah, and, like, you don't get jasmine tea when you walk in, and it's just not as cool. I so I really, that. like, I haven't been to Toronto in a minute. Uh, and I sometimes would just go on the weekend to go grocery shop. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, friends of mine would drive down. We all get in the car. Uh, they'd stay at friends' house. I'd stay at a hotel. Then the next morning before we would drive back, we bought all our groceries. So they would stay fresh in the car. Yeah. And we'd go to TNT and buy like all the hot. Like at one time, you couldn't get green tea Kit Kats in Montreal, <gasps> They're or good. like other flavored Kit Kats. Uh, Pokari Sweat, which is like a Japanese sports drink, you couldn't get that in Montreal. Funny. Lots of instant noodle mm -hmm. flavors awesome. weren't like available in Montreal. Mm -hmm. So like, there was just a lot of stuff maybe like seven, eight, nine years ago that you just couldn't find here. And we'd go online and see the flyers and be like, oh my God, <laughs> what's extra hot like dried noodle like? You know, yeah, so I feel that. just freak out over that. That's me when I'm craving some European snacks. Because, like, we have, like, lots of things. Like, an example that I use is Kinder, like, the chocolate. Yeah, sure. You guys have, like, such a small, like, amount of stuff. Like, you have four or five of what they offer. Mm -hmm. And I just was craving a particular type I cannot find here at all. And they don't offer it here. And I was just, like, so sad because, like, some foods that I'm used to eat, I cannot find. Mm -hmm. But on that aspect of driving to Toronto, my parents, we would go to the Spanish border and get some Spanish food. Oh, wow. So we would actually not do that on a day. We would, like, stay in Barcelona or Madrid or somewhere else. And then we would stop at the border, go to the grocery store, and just buy, like, chocolate 
like local products. I love a thing like that. And yeah. we just like we would pay like two hundred bucks or more than that, <laughs> but we just had like that big amount of Spanish food that would last us forever. Mm-hmm. And Spanish food is like my favorite, and I'm so sad I cannot find like a good Spanish restaurant here. But oh my gosh, it's so good. So like I'm I'm used to that like going there. Like it's just a three hours drive for me. So it's it's so close for us. Like the Spanish and the Italian border, I'm just like right in the middle of it. So. Thinking of borders, Marcus, like, did your family ever drive to Buffalo to go grocery shopping or like pick up stuff? Because in Montreal, it's a popular thing to drive to upstate New York to do your groceries. Or even like buying milk from Ontario, I've heard that. Like I literally was with a friend and they just like casually took a detour, went to Ontario, got some milk and then came back and, and I was yeah. like, like, <laughs> That's like, it's cheaper than I'm like, okay. Do <laughs> <laughs> like, you ever go to like Buffalo grocery stores? Because like there's sometimes stuff you can only get in America. That's true. Mm-hmm. I know like when my so I have like an older sister and she's at UT. Um, so like we do like road trips, but this was when we were like a lot younger. Mm. And I don't think it was ever for groceries per se. Um, it was more so just for like shopping or just for like a day trip. Yeah, cool. But I do know people, um, like one of my childhood friends, like his family would. Be, yeah, they'd for sure go to like Buffalo just only get groceries. Yeah, because like, you know Twix? Yes. In the States, they have peanut butter Twix. No way. And so like, I've known people who go for like a drive to get like candy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Good Bar, chocolate with peanuts. Uh, have you ever heard of Hamburger Helper? No. I've not heard of it yet. Yeah, it's like a, like a powder mix with dried noodles. And it's kind of like ramen that you add your meat to. Mm-hmm. And you have it not as a soup, but as like a meat dish. Kind of like spaghetti without like tomatoes, but just with herbs. Okay. Right. They didn't have that in Canada when I was a kid. And you have to like get that in, in upstate New York. And people used to go crazy for that shit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And what I like to compare when I'm here is uh, the different, like the different flavors. Mm. Like uh, candies, it's like the comparison is like so obvious. I was eating Kit Kats here the other day. I could not eat them. The flavor was disgusting. Oh, like, compared wow. to the European, I felt like it was really bad. I can imagine. Because like the chocolate was, you know, tasting different, and. Like a bunch of stuff, like, oh, this is so much better. And oh, this is so bad compared to like the European version of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's because uh, the European laws are stricter on like what you put inside. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we don't have the same components. Mm-hmm. Like I know that they're very like the strict. The makes a difference too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I know that we have very strict laws on like chemical, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Sure. So, or even like stuff that makes you addicted to them. Mm-hmm. Like I know the European laws are like stricter on them. But like, I was just like, I love comparing. That's like my favorite thing when I have a, like uh, some stuff I cannot taste like the difference, but some you can really tell that this is off, like off for me or so much better. So that, that's a fun game to me when I, I just like do mukbangs by myself. I just buy candies or like whatever stuff, like uh, like biscuits. And I just, I'm trying to feel the difference. Oh, <laughs> this I love. This is the anecdotal things I love to know about people. That they sample the, the chocolates that they know from home here yeah. mm-hmm. to see if there's a difference. Yeah. Is there a difference between McDonald's in terms of quality yes. in India and Europe and here? Well, here I know there's a difference in terms of like the sizes and uh, the flavors too. Like, do you find like the burger as good or is the burger shittier? Honestly, it's just the same. Like okay. it's average, but it's just like, uh, I feel like the sizes are much bigger, like the drinks. Mm. A large here is not the same large as in Europe. And I don't think... I, I think it would be similar to the U.S. Like, the U.S. is just, like, largest fucking fucking large. But. Did you have McDonald's back home oh, very yes. much? And do you have McDonald's McDonald's here? McDonald's and Subway in India are so much... Like, so much more superior, in my opinion. Like, I, and it, I think it's a, like, the, like... the fries better? Taste, like, not the fries. Like, do you just have different things? I think with, the thing with India is, like, a, we have, like, a majority population that's vegetarian. Sure, of course. And so they really go deep and, like, dive into all kinds of vegetarian yeah. options. And, like, and, but here they really don't care. They really don't vegetarian. give a fuck about it. They, uh, they absolutely don't. Yeah. And they, and I, there's just something about, like, Western food and, like, Indian combinations of it. Like, they, they have, like... Like different Indianized versions of McDonald's. That, um, I think it's it's the same for every global yeah, franchise sure. of McDonald's. <laughs> um, so I, I just prefer um, Indian uh, yeah. subways and 
McDonald's. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're known for like adapting to cultures. Oh, like, 100%. They're very good for that because I know that in the Philippines they have some different like. Uh, sure. Foods. Yeah. Australia too. Mm. Same in like Asian countries. They're very good at, at adapting. But you know, like I went to the, like the states a bunch of times when I ate meat, mm -hmm. and I have like McDonald's down there. I could swear the beef tasted different. Better or different. Mm. Sometimes I would also not feel like I have an upset stomach mm. after eating KFC in the States. Oh, I hate KFC. Or having KFC, K, uh, having like McDonald's in the States. That a feeling that I would never get when I was in Canada yeah. of like just feeling like vaguely queasy or like uncomfortable. And so, like, I always wondered, yeah. you know, like if there's like something different about the kind of meat that they'll be using. Oh, that's that's possible. Because you know, Taco Bell, and I know this because my brother in law wanted to open a Taco Bell. Mm -hmm for years couldn't come into Quebec because the Quebec government deemed the quality of meat that they use too low. Oh, mm. to meet Quebec standards. Is that why Chipotle doesn't exist here? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't exist here because also Quebec tends to get everything last. Like the Nikon. Yeah, I can't wait for that place to open. I've heard about that for years. Uh -huh. Do they have that in Europe? Yeah. Uniqlo? Oh, yes, they do. That's where I got my winter clothes last is that year. Is like a department store? Yeah. Uh, no, that's a clothes store. Yeah, like it's a clothing everything. store. Yeah, yeah, everything. It's very good for winter clothes. That's where my mom got everything for me for Christmas last year. Interesting. They make these very thin jackets, like, uh, like sort of like winter coats. Mm -hmm. They're not for extreme weather, though, but they're, they're like, they improve that. Because like tech, that's what they call it. Yeah. 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 The knowledge that's here to all of our <laughs> like, eight, our eight listeners, <laughs> Ananya is dropping serious game. She is. Oh you are. This is, this is very common knowledge. No, it, yeah. like we all like Uniqlo. Yeah. Yeah, Uniqlo is fantastic. Like my winter pants, they have like they're completely normal. They just have like multiple layers, but they that's don't so look cool. huge. Mm. They're like mm. normal, and they're so great. So I recommend checking that out. Or even like stuff to put under your shirt, not to look like a fucking exactly. massive person. You'll look completely normal and hot. They have it in Toronto. Yes. I think so, yeah. They do. It's a, it's a great place. In Montreal, it's every year for the last eight years, they've told us it's going to open. Oh, really? And now it was supposed to open, Oh, it's a, like, it, but now it's pandemic. Uh -huh. so no, now it's opening up. on the 23rd of October. Because oh. I go to the uh, Eaton Center every day because I go to the gym there. Okay. So, and they have these posters. So like, I can't wait. It's in 20 something days. You go to the gym and Eaton Center is a... Yeah, I go, like it's a Montreal Trust, but that's, yeah. I respect it, commitment. Listen, I'm shocked that I go every day. <laughs> Literally, I cannot believe that I do, but I do, and I see results, so that's why I do. <laughs> so it's that. amazing. I respect it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just I don't know where the motivation came from, but I one day I woke up. I'm like, okay, the gym here is closed. Then I'm gonna go find a gym that's that I can afford, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna try. And I did the because they do a free uh, a free day, a free session. So I just went for fun, mm -hmm. for fun and gigs, like. <laughs> I just pushed the door and was like, okay, I am here. What do I do? And they're like, try and then we'll talk. And so I just did a, like, tried a few, like, you know, machines mm -hmm. and then talked to, like, a coach. And she's like, well, either you take a plan or you just come and work mm -hmm. out. Like, I'm just going to come and try. And I get to see, like, a professional every mm -hmm. month. And they tell me, like, if I lost weight, if I gained muscle and all of that. Mm -hmm. And then I just do everything by myself. I just go online and see like how I could improve my, you know, my my training, and then that's it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. But yeah, I feel I like I feel so much better. So I think that's a good. I love that. Yeah. Part of my motivation, but. For some people looking to exercise, Westmount is just up the hill, yep. and it's a steep hill. So if you want cardio when you get into Westmount, there's a street called Clark in mm -hmm. Westmount, which is like so vertical. That I swear, like when I see cars going on it, I'm always waiting for them to fall back. And if you run up that thing two or three times, oh, just you're gonna puke or pee yourself, and <laughs> you're gonna like end up like being superhuman when running on flat. But even surfaces. just green, mm -hmm. green is a yeah to get to green. It's a good start. Like yeah. I, I have to climb that hill sometimes for work, and oh. <laughs> yeah, green is green is like okay, but like over the summer I did green a lot. Yeah, it doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah, but you get Clark, used to it. When I reach the top of that, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh man, woo hoo hoo! It's it's yeah, that it's one. work. Mm -hmm. And then when you go decide, I'm gonna go back down and do it again. Mm -hmm. uh, you're yeah. gutted. You're gutted. Oh you my go gosh. home. You get when you, by the time you get home, you're limping. 
but then the next day it's all worth it when you yeah. feel really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I love so much about going to the gym is that the next morning you feel like pain because your muscles are like sore. need to adapt and they're like sore and all mm -hmm. that. But I love that pain. Like it's the pain. best type of pain you could have. Oh, 100%. suffering is good. Yeah. <laughs> Life is dukkha. Sadness. Yeah. Pain. Pain and suffering. Yeah, dark. but it's like worth but it. But that's wor that's a pain that's, worth it. Yeah, like one morning I could not get up because like m like the bottom like that part of my legs just like were like stuck. So I was just like walking like that like a fucking penguin. But I loved it. Like I called my mom and I was like, Mom, I just I cannot walk, but that's so mm -hmm. fun. And she's like, Don't you want to go to a doctor? I'm like, No, 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 that's fine. My muscles are sore. I'm 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 torturing myself to death, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. You know, you feel accomplished. Yeah. You, you know what I find sometimes with exercise? It's almost, for me, it's been more of the internal struggle than the actual work of doing mm -hmm. the thing. Mm -hmm. Because you have to keep convincing yourself the whole time you're doing it that you can. Yep, exactly. And so the whole time I'm doing it, I'm always like, oh my God, can I do this? And then like, you know, Somehow or other, I always just say to myself, no, this can't be done. You've never done this before. Yeah. And that's when I like, break through a wall and push myself to, to do something I've never done before. Yeah. For and me, this year, I don't know, because of COVID, I got into being healthy. I was so unhealthy before, that, like before COVID, I think. And I think I used exercise to get out of bad mental space. Mm. Yeah. Just so much anxiety and aggression can just go away. Yeah. If you're physically tired. Yeah, that's why I was like... In August, I was like, Mom, like, the gym here is closed, and, and like, what do I do? And she's mm -hmm. like, try, go around, and we'll help you afford it. Mm -hmm. And now, when I don't go to the gym, it's when I get to my lowest mentally. Like, I get so sad, because mm -hmm. I feel like that's a very, like, big stress relief. Like, you just, like, do stuff, and you don't think of anything mm -hmm. for, like, an hour or two. And then when I don't go, I, really, I literally feel, like, so anxious and so sad, and, like mental breakdown like it's it's mm -hmm. such a rough time so i think right now that's the best thing i have listening to today's episode i just wanted to say very briefly that most of this talk was recorded at the end of september which is why we are talking about becoming a red zone um this was recorded two weeks ago um we just turned into red zone and we we're discovering the new um restrictions and rules both in montreal and in residence so of course everything has been updated by now we all know more or less what we are expected to do of course, stay home as much as you can during this period. Um, let's all be safe and responsible. Um, I hope you guys are all doing okay. I hope you're taking care of yourself and not too overwhelmed by school. Um, new episode should be up very soon, hopefully. And well, I'll see you guys next time.